0: Black, I'm black, black, my skin so black, 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 I'm black, my skin is so black, I'm rocking all black, everything is black, black rims on this black wheels, on this black, black lip with this black, black, on black, 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 hey, hey, hey. Hey. black, on black on. I feel like Trayvon, yeah. with this black hoodie on, yeah, yeah. Huey P. Newton, yeah. Black Revolution, I'm with a York queen and some illegal aliens, Black fist barred up and it ain't just me, it's all us 400 years of oppression, I'm about to give me that black Tesla Black skid marks on the pavement, cops wanna see me in a black cage Black on black on black, black. Master Juba with the tap dance Gucci with the dapper dance, tell them kiss my black Yeah, welcome back to the hottest, the hottest night show night. in the
1: galaxy It's, it's the night. Night. Karen Hunter Show, we're here Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 And I love Tech Tuesday because it's the one thing I haven't mastered yet And I'm gonna master this tech, I promise you um, but more importantly, I think this is the um, the genesis of the future economy, uh, worlds, all of that. It, it's here. It's not even the future. It's here. But as things develop so quickly, we need to be on in front, not behind. Mm. And when I say we, I mean all of us. Mm. We need to understand this. This mm. is the future. We need to understand how it's working. Mm. Welcome back, uh, cousin. Sila's here. I am. And, yes, you are. And uh, she had a bunch of questions during the break, and I had to chop in the throat because I'm like, <laughs> "Stop it! We got to be on the air with this." Ask him about his family. Oh, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> ask him about his wife and his kid. Well, ask him about anything but tech because we're gonna talk tech. Uh, let me welcome back the founder and CEO of Meta Me Meta, M E M E T A M E dot co. Dele Atunda, welcome back.
2: Hi. Thank you. Okay.
1: Um, And you wanted to say happy birthday to
0: your
2: wife. Yeah. So I want to give a massive shout out to my wife, uh, Lulu, who has uh, been my rock. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't be in this space um, if not for her. And one day over another time, I'll tell you the story of that. But she's definitely been a critical part in um, helping me find my purpose and my journey and my way, which is uh, this data and personal blockchain space so you know happy birthday to her she's been a wonderful wife and a wonderful mother i really appreciate her thank you
1: i love love. love it man this is goals right Mm -hmm. i love it so dele (sighs) hit it blockchain
2: right so before we left we spoke about what blockchain is and that's important but what's more important is what it does and why why is it important so the key thing about blockchain is what it really does in really simple terms it removes the need to trust a middleman that's really what all it is Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. a network that removes the need to trust a middleman so when you asked me earlier karen you know who controls this that's the power of it no one controls it it's it's designed in a way that there isn't a central authority that controls it so let me give you an example right now you have a bank account i have a bank account if you want to give me a hundred dollars i want to give you a hundred dollars i have to basically send it through my bank and then my bank will send it to your bank and that transaction is managed by this middle party there's the bank in the middle with the blockchain you don't need any middle party Because the network, because this network has got these nodes where everything is distributed across it, as I described earlier, if a transaction happens, so essentially when I'm making a payment from my bank to yours, all that's really happening is that your bank has a record, my bank has a record. And they compare these ledgers and then my bank says, okay, $100 is leaving your ledger and your bank says, okay, yeah, I've received $100, so it goes up. Nothing really moves. It's just these numbers are moving across these ledgers, right? That's how we pay each other. But the bank is the trusted authority that we have to make sure that these ledgers are accurate. But what the blockchain does, it removes the need for the bank doing that because it creates this distributed ledger that's the only technical term I'm going to use but then creates this ledger that's kind of spanned across this all these nodes in the network and because of that it can't be corrupted so when the transaction happens so long as the network agrees that it's a genuine transaction once that transaction happens it's done and I don't we don't need to trust an intermediary a middleman to make that to happen because we can trust the network to only allow transactions that are genuine to happen.
1: How do I get my $100, Dele?
2: Your $100 appears on your in your wallet, effectively, as $100. That's been in the same way that it would do through a mobile banking app. You know, if I make a transfer to you for $100, you look at your mobile app and you see, oh, there's $100 on my account. But
1: I still have to go to a bank to extract that $100.
2: Yes, in cash, in terms of fiat money. But the thing about this is that what is that money Really? It's just a promissory note, as you said earlier. It's not real. It's not, you know, the whole reason why paper money was created was because it was like we didn't want to be carrying all this gold around. Mm. So we wrote these notes. That's why it's called a promissory note. We wrote these notes and it said, I promise to pay the bearer of this, the equivalent of 100 pounds of gold. That's why England still uses pounds as the currency because it was a weight of gold that was being attributed. Now, since we left the gold standard as karen identified earlier it's not backed by anything anymore and this is the big difference between cryptocurrencies and fiat currencies so essentially it's all about monetary policy fiat currencies the monetary policies written by the federal reserve and the central bank and they just decide you know if there's a recession today or for whatever reason they decide they want to print trillions and trillions or more all of that value gets undervalued and we the taxpayers pay for it and this is what really upset Satoshi. And this is why he created it. You know, People don't talk about this, but in the what's called the Genesis block, it's the original block, the first block that went on the blockchain, he put an article from the Royal Bank of Scotland in the UK. And it was the government was giving them another bailout the second time they were bailing them out. And so this was on the front page of the article. He put that into the first block of the blockchain. So it was very clear what he was upset about and why this thing was created. It was to because governments were basically printing money, which was a tax to the people, because we were all paying for that money that was being printed. They were bailing out the banks and taxing us as a result of it Mm -hmm. so he's basically created this currency he I say he we don't know who he is could have been a group of he's
1: like Shakespeare yeah exactly exactly and there's
2: rumours that it's a group and there are all sorts of different things we're actually writing a story about that which we can talk about a bit later but we're creating a graphic novel to teach people about the space in which case we're actually going into the history of Satoshi and why he came about and what drove him etc to kind of teach that further
1: we're talking with Dele Atunda. okay this we're just scratching the surface some people's eyes are like swirling right now their heads are hurting even though you really you know we're gonna keep it really simple but it's still complicated there's this blockchain I wanna give you $100 I open an account I have to open an account
2: you have a wallet essentially that's the kind of language of the space so you effectively have a crypto wallet so some form of crypto you know blockchain enabled wallet and that's basically what you need to receive money and pay money receive cryptocurrencies and pay cryptocurrencies now once you have cryptocurrency you effectively can exchange it For dollars.
0: For dollars. So I have a a, an account through Litecoin. Yes. Was who I chose. Yes. Right? Um, and I don't put a lot of money in it because I don't I feel as if I don't fully understand it. I understand Mm. that it's very decentralized, but I don't feel as if I truly understand enough of it to invest Mm. a ton of my dollars into it. But it is up. My account is up right now. So I am making some Theoretical money in my in in my wallet, yes. but I haven't figured out a, a system of which how do I pay for things yet. I mean the the application itself is beautiful mm. to look at, mm. you know, to mm. watch it. Mm. Um, but I haven't figured out a system of what I intend to do with it, which is mm. why I haven't invested more into it.
2: And that's one of the big problems with the crypto space. So and and I think we have to put it in perspective. The industry is very young, you know mm-hmm. we often talk about this like the internet before the world wide web, so you know before we had browsers, when the internet was like really geeky and it was like in research institutes, you know before we had windows and you know Safari and all of these things where it was easy to use, we had to go in and program to understand how to use internet that 's sort of where the blockchain space is now, so there are two big problems that are in the blockchain space: one is that. You know it's very geeky and very technical right. and it's not e- easy to use at the moment um and then the second which follows on from that is that there you know the real world contact points you know you can't really go down the store and buy a loaf of bread with Bitcoin at the moment. I mean, there are increasingly more places that are accepting bitcoin specifically but um
1: but that's what it would require. For yeah. there to be a breakthrough in this is for every outlet where right. we're talking about Amazon, where a lot of us shop or Target or our local grocery store, Whole Foods would have yes. to accept it in order for it to be acceptable. Somebody has to wholesalely say this is acceptable. So there's still that kind of outside Come on, you're smiling. Tell me why. Why you're smiling? Yeah, there's jelly.
2: there's a really funny thing that's going on at the moment in in the space. So there's a lot of negative press about crypto. And today, you know, there's a big rout in the market over the last right, two days. Yeah. So because all the going, tech stocks are down. Yeah, yeah, tech stocks are down and crypto is down. Um, particularly, in fact, it led the decline. And you know, it's people in the industry know that's the best time to buy because right. it's not going to get much cheaper. But um, there is this sort of Thing you know, like a lot of the central banks, for example, you know, like Jamie Dimon and some of the big sort of heavyweights of banking, Warren Buffett, and all are all slating crypto. I mean, Warren Buffett's slightly different case, but the bankers, a lot of them are slating Bitcoin and crypto in public, but they are all developing crypto projects. They are all because this is like it's like comparing a horse to a fighter jet, right. <laughs> There's no comparison. Mm-hmm. It just simply isn't. This is a fundamentally m- much more sophisticated financial instrument. It's m- more fraud resistant, blah, 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 blah. Sorry.
1: But if you're only knowing a horse. Yes. Right? Yes. So we're in the horse and carriage era. Exactly. And this is all you've ever known. You can't imagine a fighter jet. Yes. You yes. can't even imagine yes. it.
2: And that's the big barrier. So the big barrier, you know, the big barrier is imagination. I, I think there are two ways we need to approach this space we need people to get under the skin of the technology and be involved in it and you know there are there are there are a few of us out there who are doing that not enough and we need more we need more people programmers and there's a whole raft of skill sets that you can bring to the space Um, but then there's a whole nother set which has really got nothing to do with the technology per se it's more about the imagination it's like Thinking creatively about how do you use these things, you know, and whether it's in music, I mean, we can, you, we all know over the last three, four decades, the music industry transformed radically. You know, you look at, we were talking about history and hip hop and all of this stuff before, and the, that period in the 90s when everyone started establishing their own labels right. was great, and everybody took over production, and we were making our music, and it was great, but mm-hmm. then it came to distribution, and everything fell back down again and that's you know the blockchain as a distribution channel changes the game completely
1: oh my god I just I got it so let me ask you we're talking with Dele Dele Atunda, the CEO and founder of Meta Me which we're going to get into in a second too because I want to dig into that but if mm. somebody created so let's just we're here on the Karen Hunter mm. show say we have uh, a t-shirt company yes and that t-shirt company will only accept or one of the acceptance would be bitcoin litecoin or whatever and then at the same time you know we push bitcoin litecoin so that there's a familiarity and a use to dealing in this currency yes so that people can you know for this i'll get that for this i'll get that because that's the training that we need right or you create a business yes that may only accept bitcoin and litecoin yes and it's something that people want whether we're talking about music Mm -hmm. maybe if A music artist has some bomb ass music, but you can only access it if you have Bitcoin and Litecoin, which enforces people because that's usually what happens. I just remember the first time I got Netflix because everybody was talking about Orange Is the New Black, and I had to get it. Yeah, and I planned on canceling because I'm cheap. Right, I already told y'all that. But then I was like, now they got House of Cards. Now they got, you know, then they did the Marvel thing. I was like, all right, I guess I'll keep it. And then when they raised the price, I went with that too. And
0: right. the brilliance was, the brilliance of it was you could watch everything that you wanted right then. Right then. But they right.
1: changed the game. But they forced me to, because who was paying for a subscription yes. to television? Yes. That was unheard of, yes. but they forced it with the content yes. because everybody wanted to see those shows that everybody was talking about. So we all got on board
0: and yes. that was revolutionary. So, so back to your t-shirt company. So if, if you pay with Litecoin, right, you offer four methods of payment. you offer cash, you offer Apple pay, but if you, but you if pay you with to, Litecoin you we'll get ten dollars ten dollars off. off yes, there you go. B- bingo,
2: yeah, so that's that's exactly it and um let's let's talk about this a little bit, right? Because there's a lot of dimensions to it, so the first thing is yes, you can have it so that you know you get ten dollars off, you use Litecoin, and um. Let's say that, okay, now in this t-shirt company that you made, you've got a designer who does the designs. You've got someone else who sews the t-shirts. Let's kind of keep it simple, right? Now, let's say, okay, you've got a designer who sews the t-shirts. You've got someone else who does the designs on them. And then you are the overall owner of the company. You can make it so that every t-shirt that is sold... You agree with the designer, with the maker and yourself what everyone's cut is, and then every t-shirt that is sold, you don't have to touch anything. everybody just gets paid their money instantly without any central authority. Let's take it a step further. Got let's it. say that yeah, you're you're an artist you're you're, you're'' you're a music artist and you record a, record a song you've got all these artists in the studio, the session artists that are working with you. you can make it so that when that song is sold, Every session artist gets paid the exact points that they earn every time the song is... Got it. You ain't got to so chase your money. You ain't even got go to chase any You don't have to wait for
0: BMI you to cut you a girl. check. You don't got have it. to do Woo. any of it. And it's not
2: taxed. And it's, well, that's a different oh, issue. Well, that's you know. going to come. That's gonna trust on me, on me radio, when I tell you. So right. I'll be careful what I say. <laughs> uncle Sam, who ain't nobody's uncle, we <laughs> right. related to this right. motherfucker at all, will right. get his cut. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the reasons why... Bitcoin will go mainstream because of the tax potential that is in there. And unless the government can get a piece of that, everyone knows it's taking off. So that's one of the reasons it will go mainstream. But let's go back to our music for a second. Okay. So not only now have we done a situation whereby every session artist and everyone involved, whether it's the artist who paints the album, anyone who involved you can even say the janitor who cleans the studio, the person who makes coffee in the studio, we're going to give you a small royalty. Everyone will get paid instantly. Now, here's the other stuff. If it's played on the radio, publishing royalties, distributed instantly. So you effectively can get to a point where you can produce content or things and just the network will take care of the payment and the settlement and all of that automatically for you.
0: And, it's and all you have to done. do is set it up through your... Litecoin or Bitcoin.
1: So, Litecoin. so that's the other question. Yes. All right. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Tiffany and Alan momentum yep. gave us all. Was it last year?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, gave us all different things. So, I got from them. I think I got Litecoin from them. Jameson got Bitcoin. Somebody I got else Lite. got. So, so we have these different things: Ethereum. Yes. And I went in to to see how it fared against one another. So yes. I went and bought the same do- denomination of Litecoin, Bitcoin, and Ethereum, so yes. I'd have the same amount, right? Yes. To to track it. Yes. As of today just about all of the money that was in there is gone, right?
2: Mm. Yeah, the market's having a, it's right. a bear market right.
1: now. Um,
2: but don't sell it. That's no, the key no, 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 I'm right? not.
1: But Bitcoin and Litecoin are kind of faring the same. Yes. Ethereum, not so much. How do you decide which one to use and which one which one is going to emerge and which one, you know, like it's, it's. and now they've even added more to this wallet because before it was only like three. Now there's something called BAT. There's something called ZRX. There's something called ETC. I don't know what that is. BHC. I don't know what that is. How do you make the determination?
2: Okay. So here's where we need to step back a second and kind of look bigger picture. Okay. So one of the things that you'll hear a lot in the blockchain space is about decentralization versus centralization we spoke about that a little bit you know there's no central authority that controls it it's decentralized now one of the things that is really important to get and and a lot of people in the blockchain space don't even get this and or necessarily agree with it is that um a centralized world is about one dominating one is about monopolies and domination a decentralized world is about diversity so the key thing in a decentralized world is that there will be many currencies you know there will be and this is where we now so what we've been talking about so far is crypto blockchain 101 right and that's consumption and how we use them and there will be all sorts of different services that will be created that will pay you like that in the one that you that you were just reading the basic attention token will pay you every time you read things online you know it will pay you for using the browser so these kind of new services are emerging where we're creating new financial models but here's where we now go to pro level and what cryptocurrencies and blockchain enable you to do this is going to sound really weird but trust me 100 percent, it's what we're doing with metami you can make your own money you can make your own currency and you can create a whole ecosystem you can create an economy around your own money now, i know that sounds weird no it doesn't
1: actually it sounds exciting but we've right. been conditioned not to think that way so right. as soon as you said we've always been conditioned to think there has to be somebody that we answer to there's mm-hmm. a master there's mm-hmm. servants there's mm-hmm. there's a ruler there's mm-hmm. a king there's mm-hmm. we are all conditioned to think mm-hmm. from a very centralized have have not yes. mass you know like yes. to think a t- you know everyone really has right. power we're all Sorry. you know our own <clears throat> this is a hard thing mm. because it requires us to unlearn yes how power moves. So let's get to MetaMe. me. Yes, we are familiar. I push people on Twitter. Go to Twitter. Follow me at Karen Hunter. Follow Sylvia at, sure. at uh, Sylvia K Austin. You have. Do you, do you have a Twitter page?
2: Yes, you, you can find me. I use ArcAgent as a handle. A R K A G N T. So I'm at ArcAgent on Twitter. At ArcAgent on Instagram. There's MetaMe me ones and yeah. But why do you have
1: those? Uh, well, because you have your own. You've created your own.
2: Exactly. Exactly. Right, so
1: why, why are you still on Twitter?
2: Well, I mean, so we are creating something very specific. Um, for starters, I guess the first thing is the world is, you know, they call it Web 2.0. So, you know, 2.0 is basically the a rapid history of the web, literally one-minute history of the web. You know, there was the Internet before the World Wide Web, which was created just to create this logical single network. Then the World Wide Web came, which allowed us all to use it and browse from our homes via machines. But that was basically just like taking print and TV and radio and just putting it all online and basically say it's a push medium where it's a broadcast medium, right? Then Web 2.0 came along. And the big difference with Web 2.0 was that it was we, the people, had a voice back. So, you know, companies like Facebook and Twitter came out, which gave us a way to, you know, have a megaphone. So it was no longer simply where we were receiving information from the media companies; we were able to create our own media. So they called it user-generated media, user-generated content, where we got our voice back, and that's sort of the Web 2.0 paradigm. We're now going into this Web 3.0 paradigm, which is around blockchain, decentralization, and the like. But the point is that it's a transitionary phase. So we, you know, Web 3.0 is built on top of Web 2.0. Web 2.0 is built on top of Web 1.0. So in many ways, we will still use a lot of the infrastructure and services. We still use email, for example. Um, We still use search engines, for example. But they are gradually moving more Mm. towards a 3.0 model. And search
1: engines now, whether we're talking about Google, which most people are talking about, have become these monopolizing so so google owns youtube yes and it's all about build building around analytics yes and algorithms so they can study us so that they can you know it's turned into that thing so we think we're searching but we're not really searching something kareem and i talked about it's like they're using our searches to 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 direct us not just direct us but use it as weapons against us yes so it's like how we search and what we watch and how we move is being put into this computer where they determine how to do things to us yes how to get us to do things
2: yes it's called surveillance capitalism and the manipulation economy and it's become you know formidable as we've seen with
1: right because absolute power yeah (laughs) which this is right i mean it gets you know it gets good to them i mean what else can we get people to do oh let's do this. I mean, it's it's scary, but if we want to, because I think some people just want to tune out. Yeah. Let me unplug everything. I'm gonna go off the grid. I'm gonna not deal with any of this. Mm. But it, you're gonna be dealt with, even if you're not in this, yeah, right? Because absolutely. the things are happening. So my thing is, let let me get as many power tools as possible, so that right. we can not be victimized. By it. we got to know yeah. what's coming. We got to yeah. see the blow before it hits. Yes. And let's get ahead of it, so that we can create uh, protection, defense. Absolutely. And some offence,
2: absolutely, and very much offence and i think um I think that's really the time we're in now that we actually need to be progressive I mean, you look at the you know the Cambridge Analytica scandal with Facebook and you know Zuckerberg facing the Senate committee and all of these things, you know um they're very extreme stakes that are at play now, and i don 't think and I think we really need to start to get very front footed about this. My own personal view, and it might sound a bit dramatic, but I think um you know this is the most important civil rights issue of our generation, and I think the i mean we can see it why bother if you can determine what people think if you can tell people what to think and you can you can tell people how to how to make choices then what do you need to what else do you need to control to win in an election mm-hmm. you know if you can control the news if you can control the decisions if you can control the perspectives that people have then everything else is really just like a bit of a puppet show to keep people entertained at the end of the day so i think it's really we really have to kind of start to understand this that but that's the the, that's the gloomy side of it Mm the 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 exciting side of it is that there is a whole new world that is being built today that is being designed money is being reinvented the whole global economy is being rewritten right now and it's like by technologists you know and this is a it's a problem in a way because many of these technologists don't have any any sort of social kind of direction beyond just being individual people who might have a particular leaning one way or another. But technologists usually do things because they can. And so, you know, we've been arguing for many years that you need to have ethics and morality and, you know, bigger principles guiding the technology. And that's starting to happen. And I think particularly in this blockchain space.
1: Having a void of morality looks yes. like it looks like jeff uh jeff zuckerberg looks like zuckerberg and facebook not having any moral compass just doing things because you can't yeah i that's would I would, like. I would
2: agree with that i would be inclined to agree with that i think um so you know and there's a there's a there's a neo digital colonialism that's happening mm. and it's happening not in countries it's happening in our persons it's happening in our psyches so mm. for us you know it's really about you have to first of all Take ownership of yourself. You have to take control of yourself. You have to free yourself from this and be—you know—it's the the ability, uh, the ability to make a free conscious choice—is as fundamental as it is to be human, right? I mean, it's free will in whatever context you want to look at that, and that is what is at stake. That's what we are losing. We're seeing it being eroded. We, you know, we have evidential proof of this now with companies like Facebook.
1: But that's been since the dawn of man, whether we're talking about religion, Mm -hmm. which was instituted to do the exact same Mm -hmm. thing, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: politics, Mm -hmm. education, I'm putting up air quotes right now because our schools were there to indoctrinate you into how to think, what to think, what to do how to be. Yes, absolutely. What you're talking about is what we talk about every day in many different forms, but yeah. this is the core of it. 866
0: I mean, we see this in films, the creation of robots, right? Yes. To change the society. But what you're essentially saying is they're turning us into robots. Exactly. Essentially, yes. right? Exactly. Which which, which is even more sinister.
1: Dele Atunda is sticking around. Cousin Sil is here. It is Tech Tuesday, and we will be right back.
0: The Hottest Show on Radio. Raw and insightful interviews with movers, shakers, tastemakers, and experts. This is The Karen Hunter Show.